In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who comes to us so that He might give us something new that will last forever. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, when do you go shopping? When do you go out and get something new? It might seem like a pretty obvious question, but actually there's a bunch of different reasons that people go shopping. That people go out in order to buy something that's new. And if you think about it, you can probably kind of understand all of these different elements of when you go and you buy something new. The first reason that you go out and you buy something new is because something that you currently own has become dilapidated and it broke and you're just like, I want to just throw this away and get something new. A lot of us are like that with uh, probably our computers, uh, maybe our clothes. We're like, okay, it doesn't matter if it's out of fashion. This is from the 90s, but whatever, it's coming back in style anyway. I'm going to hold on to it until it just rips at the seams. Of course, there's also some other reasons that people buy, and specifically with fashion. Sometimes it's something where they say, well, you know, it's about time. It's about time for me to get something new. And the stuff that I've had for a long time, since the 90s, that still fits me. That's all good, but I need to go out and I need to buy something new so that I have something new. It's about that time for me to do it. I'm like that with music. It's been about a month. I need to go and buy music. And then there's yet another reason. Uh, This one probably doesn't hit everybody, but it it might hit us all in one form, but some of us are a little bit more addicted to this one. Uh, How many of you have have an iPad? Okay, a few, uh, um, a few of you, you, you might have this, this disease where you have the, the cool thing disease, where you're like, I need to buy it because it's awesome. I don't care that I have five laptops already and those were all awesome, but the iPad came out and it is awesome, awesome. And that's another reason that you go out and you buy stuff, because you are delighted by it. That You say, this is fantastic, I want this to be a part of who I am, I want to have this thing. So I want to go out and I want to buy this new thing. Well, in our Old Testament reading today, God is coming to the people of Israel, specifically to Jeremiah, and he's saying, I'm going to give you something that is new. And it actually fits into a lot of those different categories of why we go out and find new things for ourselves. But before we get into that, you probably need to know a little bit about Jeremiah, because not a whole lot of people do. He's, well, a pretty big big book in the Old Testament, and a lot of us are like, oh, Old Testament, who reads the Old Testament? Jesus read a lot of the Old Testament. There was no New Testament when he was walking around. Really. So it's a good thing to read, but just in case you haven't, Jeremiah is this prophet. He's a prophet in Israel around the time that bad, bad things are happening to Israel, which has been now divided by a civil war. 
and people have been taken off into exile, and during Jeremiah's time, he's actually seeing these people being hauled off into exile. And so he's going, oh, this is bad. This is a horrible thing. Apparently, the old thing that we have doesn't work anymore. Because they had this covenant with God. They had this agreement. They had this contractual thing where they said, okay, we're going to follow your commandments. We're going to follow your laws. We're going to follow what you say. And in return for that, God, we would like to stay in this promised land that you have given to us to stay in. And God says, okay, that'll work. The problem is that, uh, th- that those people, the Hebrew people, they were not very good at keeping their promises. God is very good at keeping His promises, but the people of Israel were not. They were breaking commandment after commandment after commandment after commandment. They were doing all sorts of things that God told them not to do. And so because of that, the covenant was wearing down and breaking. It was tearing at the seams. And God realized that. And He said, in order for you to continue to be my people, you can't keep this old covenant anymore. You've broken it. It's done for. You've gone off and you have broken my covenant. And he even puts it in terms of a marriage relationship. He says, you have broken my covenant even though I was your husband. And so what he's saying is, you have gone outside of the bounds of marriage even though I was your husband. You've just gone and abandoned me for other stuff. And now this relationship is broken. We can't go back to it. But I'm going to give you something new. And so God comes into a broken relationship. And he says, here's something new to replace that. Just like when we see that broken thing in our lives, that we say, okay, this is busted. I need to go and replace it. God does the same thing with the people of Israel. Of course, God also acts a little bit like you when you go out and you just buy something new because it's something new. God is awesome in that way. He wants to give Israel more and more and more. And God, if you look at the Old Testament, if you read throughout the Old Testament, all of God's promises, starting with Adam and Eve, going all the way to the end of the Old Testament, with all of those little books that you can never really remember, which one of those is actually a minor prophet, which one of those is not, is it Hezekiah or Zephaniah, which one is it? All throughout there, God continues to give these new promises. He's like, okay, you have busted this. But there's some other stuff that you haven't busted. But I want to give you more stuff. He's like this amazing gift giver that keeps on saying, I want to give you new covenant after new covenant after new covenant after new covenant. I want to give you new stuff all the time. It's about time that I give you something new. It's about time that I give you new grace. And isn't that fantastic for you? Because he gives you new grace time after time after time after time. 
I mean, if you walk through this worship service, you see that within an hour. God giving you new stuff time after time after time after time after time. We get together. We confess our sins together. God gives you a gift saying, your sins are forgiven. And quite frankly, that should probably be all that we really need. Thanks a lot, God. See you later. But we stay. And when we stay, we find out that we get more great stuff. We get to sing a few songs. That's pretty cool. And then after that, we get to hear God's own word. From places like Jeremiah. From places like the Psalms. From places like the Gospels. From places like the letters of Paul in Hebrews. Which, we're not really sure who wrote that. Probably a guy named Apollos. But, whatever. It's still God's word. We understand that he's giving us gifts after gifts after after gifts. And then you get the sermon, which you may think is a gift and you may not. That's okay. But either way, it's God trying to speak through you trying to get through my language in order to explain those words that he has for you. And then after that you get another gift. You get his true body and blood given for you. And then after that you get some more songs. And after you get some more songs then you get this blessing at the very end of it that gives you peace. And so God Yeah, he fixes the stuff that's broken. But even when he fixes stuff and he recognizes nothing is broken, he's like this great, awesome grandparent that just says, You need more cookies. Eat. Let me give you more gifts. And then finally, God gives you great and awesome gifts. Just because... They're great and awesome. God comes up with these ideas that we would never come up with. These ideas that are so cool. That they put the iPad to shame. God says, I'm going to give you something so amazing that there's no way that you would have thought of this yourself. Here, let me tell you what I'm going to do. First of all, uh, you have my commandments that are written out in stone tablets. Instead of that, I'm going to up the ante, and and I'm going to actually put my law in your hearts. I'm going to write them on your hearts, is what he says. That's a whole lot better than having a manual to look at. And he says, I'm going to write these in your hearts. I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. I'm going to give you a way in which you can understand how to live your life with wisdom instead of just following some rule book. And then he goes and he says, beyond that, no longer will you teach your neighbor or your family member, know the Lord, because everybody will know me. Just like Jesus says, at in the gospel reading he says I am going to be lifted up and everybody will know who I am this isn't going to be just one sort of small sectarian thing just for cults people are going to know who I am simply by looking at something as simple as a T everybody knows it just about And we're trying to make sure that everybody knows it. 
That's what God's vision for us is. And then finally he says to us, listen to this. This is the thing that is so cool. There's no way that you are ever going to figure this out. Look, here's what I'm going to do. I am going to forgive your sins and remember your iniquities no more. You know how I'm going to do that? Watch. I'm going to give you the person that you never would have expected me to give you. My own son, as a sacrifice for your sins, so that you don't have to fear your sins anymore. And he probably says that with some sadness in his heart, but he also says it with some joy in his heart. Knowing that that is the coolest, most awesome thing that he could ever give you. A million times better than any little gadget or shoe or whatever it is for you. God has given you this gift of a new covenant in His Son. A new covenant that writes His law in your hearts. A new covenant that shows the entire world who He is. A new covenant that forgives you of your sins. So when is it time for something new? Right now. In every moment of your lives. That's God's answer for you. Every time you sin, I'm going to give you something new. I'm going to give you new forgiveness. It's going to be great. And you sin again, well, guess what? I'm going to give you more forgiveness. I'm going to give you more forgiveness. Every time you mess up and you don't understand, you forget what one of those Ten Commandments are. Look, I'm going to give you some knowledge. I'm going to write it on your hearts. Every moment of your lives is a moment that God is giving you something new. Because He loves you that much. Amen.